This book is about Steve Jobs. The skill that allowed Steve Jobs to create this huge vision for Apple out of nothing was not his obsession for detail nor his sense for design, simplicity or aesthetics. It was his reality distortion, feel or idea in short. The phrase was originally coined by Bud Tribble, part of Steve's Macintosh team who borrowed the term from Star Trek. Talking about Steve's RDF became a thing and what it was meant. Once Steve decided that something should happen, he would bend reality to his will until it came true. This extended to everyone around him. His RDF is how he could convince a sleepless engineer to work another 10 hours on Macintosh phones because it would be the greatest computer in the world. He also used it to make sure anyone who left an official Apple keynote was convinced the product they just saw was the best in, the, in its industry. By using Charisma, Hyperbole, Marketing and Persistence, Steve would pull impossible feats into the realm of the possible for himself and his audience, allowing him to create what has become the most valuable technology company in the world. The first thing anyone wonders about upon learning about Apple and its products is where the hell it got that name. They are not selling smoothie makers after all. Of course, there are several reasons for the name, one being that Steve was often experimenting with fruitarian diets and since he really liked apples, had been on an apple farm. The same day, the name had to be decided for official filing to the government. Another reason is that simplicity is the ultimate sophistication, a quote by Leonardo da Vinci, was the slogan for apples first brochure and Steve felt the Apple symbolized this quote really well. But the one major reason for Apple's name has nothing to do with personal preferences and symbolism. It's a simple, clear-cut business decision. Apple comes before Atari in the phone book. Steve had worked at Atari before and didn't want people to see his competitor first when looking for a computer company. I'm not sure if phaser beam computer was ever in play, but the discussion about the name is also one of the funniest scenes of the 2013 Jobs movie. Have you ever wondered who Steve Jobs became a billionaire? Everyone assumes all of his money came from Apple, but his bank account actually made the biggest jump on the whole other project. After being fired from Apple in 1985, Steve really sunk his teeth into two projects, Next and Pixar. Teeth, in this case, also means money. Steve paid a $1 lakh flat fee for the logo design for Next alone. That Next to countless dis delays and some other costly production standard demands made next a black hole where money disappeared like nothing.
In the Pixar case, Steve purchased a majority share of company from George Lucas for $5 million in 1986 and invested another $5 million right into the company. By 1995, Steve's total Pixar bill had dragged up to a grand total of $50 million. He often considered selling it until a deal with Disney came through to produce and distribute Toy Story 1995. Grossing over $350 million, the movie became the most successful movie of the entire year. This, of course, led to a very optimistic outlook for the company, which held its initial public offering on November 29 that year. The company's stock was priced at US dollar 22 per share, giving Steve a 20 20 times return on his initial investment, making him a billionaire overnight. His stocks were now worth $1.2 billion.